Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. My name is Avid Khan, and I talk about bootstrapping, entrepreneurship, and building in public. This episode is called Twitter the Gathering, How and Where to Find the Right Followers. First, a word from our sponsor. This week's episode is sponsored by FE International, a market-leading M&A advisor helping founders like you exit their businesses. Since 2010, FE International has completed hundreds of millions in SaaS, e-commerce, and content business acquisitions. And in 2012, um, Chad Boyd, who he founded Text2Give, a digital donation SaaS business that enables organizations to receive donations via text message. And after successfully helping thousands of nonprofits raise over $1.5 billion in donations, which is just mind-blowing for SaaS, um, he decided there was time to move on to his next venture, and he was burned out, and I can relate to that. And he started losing his passion for scaling the business. Following a frustrating process of trying to sell the company on his own through direct relationships, he then reached out to Afri International. And here's a quote. He says, when I started looking to sell text to give I went to a couple of different people directly that were interested in buying. The process wasn't what I had imagined. It was he was new or I was new to selling a company and wasn't aware of whether I was being taken advantage or of just direct relationships or through them. He decided he would just call FE International because he knew that they had successfully done this hundreds of times and was then really surprised by how straightforward the whole process was. Selling the company was very simple and quick and FE International made everything seamless. Those are his words, right? So once they had everything they needed to get out to a network and market text to give, which they did, and they had an offer in three days. The first company to submit an offer ended up buying text to give and everything was clear and direct. They were, there weren't any surprises at all because if you, um, internationally prepared him in advance. So that's awesome. And you can do that for your own business. And if you're curious about how much your business could be worth, and if now is the time to sell, FE International offers free valuations. Go to feinternational.com to learn more. And now let's get started. When you're trying to build an audience, you need to understand who out there could be interested in you and your work. Before you can attract the right people, you must know where they are and where they're already gathering. Here's an approach that I found incredibly fast and effective for this. You draw a map of the community that you're serving. Either you actually draw it or you draw it in your mind, but you create this kind of map. And every map starts with an outline. You then mark the most prominent mountains and the most significant cities and then you add the details and the connections, right? The rivers, the roads, and everything else. And exploring communities to find your future followers works the exact same way. You create an outline first, then you jump into the details. You then journey to the interesting locations in the real world and find your followers there. The fastest way of understanding the outline, the internal structure of any community, is to find the core group of people and observe their interactions with the other community members. And these core groups come in many different shapes, but one term describes them pretty well, the influencer. And I'm using this in the most benign, the most positive meaning of the word, because we all have been annoyed by certain kinds of influencers, but these are the people who influence and steer and affect the lives of their community members in a good way. And those are the people you're looking for. Core group members, they're usually high reputation and long-term contributors to their communities as well. They commit significant amounts of time, money, and effort to their work for and with the community. Following those influences intentionally enables you to benefit from quite a few things, and I'm going to list a couple now. The first one is they have sizable audiences for you to tap into. 
Because you can audition in front of their audiences by engaging with ongoing conversations that involve the influencer. And if you contribute meaningfully, their followers might check out your Twitter profile and then maybe follow you. And most people who have been around in a community for quite a while, they have a rather sizable following of like-minded people. It's perfect for you because you want those people to. Their followers are also prime targets for your content, both as consumers, as readers, or watchers, or listeners, or whatever, and for inspiration. Because in addition to piquing their interest with your existing content, you can observe and listen to the audience to learn of new and exciting topics to talk about yourself. It's kind of a, yeah, like a, a news stream, a feed of new and interesting things. Because after all, what content would resonate more with their audience than what they're already showing an expressed interest in, right? It's really useful for content discovery as well. Core group members are also usually well-connected with other influencers in their field. Other core group members or like edge nodes that are connecting to other communities, it's quite, quite useful. By following one of them, you'll quickly be exposed to other core members to follow and each with their own audience for you to explore. They sometimes intersect, sometimes they're completely distinct. It's very interesting. Anyway, it's really useful to see the connections between core group members. And with every mountain you add to your map, mountains here representing those influencers, you also add the surrounding landscape, the rivers, the roads, the mountain passes, the connections. And maps are meant to allow travelers to get from one point to another. So leverage that, use that, go from one influencer to the other and find out why they are connected, how they are connected and how that can benefit you trying to find more interesting people to follow you and topics to talk about, which in consequence attract those people to you. Another thing is that core group members are the first to talk about new developments. And this kind of already talked about this as a, as a content discovery platform, but now we're talking really about those core group members. If you keep up with their tweets, you'll always know what's going on in your industry. Sometimes even before many other people, maybe even journalistic outlets, newspapers or blogs or whatever, know what's going on. Because people will tweet about it and talk about it in real time as it happens. And you cannot wish for a more reliable information stream. Now, the quality of information may be questionable. People may just be experimenting, but it comes right from, I guess, the horse's mouth, right? It comes from the people that are involved in the process. So following core group members will give you immediate insight into the goings-on and the developments of any industry. And as an expert in the making, which I think you are, right? Because if you want to build an audience, you are positioning yourself as a reputable expert in the making, growing an audience in your field, you want to build relationships with other experts anyway. So why not follow these core group members, many of them, all of them, to build long-term relationships with? Because that's what professionals do. They network. Why not do it methodically and strategically from the start? So follow those influencers. They are the nexus of their communities. Then follow the people who follow them and be selective. Start with the most supportive and empowering and community-minded people that follow those influencers. And then follow the people who follow them, who are likely themselves friendly and kind people. And that's the recursive part, right? That's the loop of this follow-gathering approach. You follow one person, you look at their most engaged and compatible followers, you follow them, you look at them again, follow their most engaged and compatible followers, follow them and repeat. 
And throughout this, you add more and more points of interest to your map because you discover more and more connections between these influences, between those mountains. And you're starting to also see where people are clustered. And if you need an example, let me just give you one right now to make this more visceral. Let's take a look at the indie hackerspace. There are the founders who work on Web3 business opportunities right now, right? The kind of bleeding edge um, uh, entrepreneurs. The big names here include like Heaton Shah and Mubashar Mobs Iqbal. And they are actively building a community around crypto projects, for example. And their followers will talk a lot about entrepreneurship in the context of those bleeding edge crypto technologies. And then if you look at another part of the same indie hacker community, you'll find founders like Tyler Tringas or Rob Walling who have moved from founder to exit to becoming an investor. And then they built up these investment vehicles. Their founder-centric investment funds and the work they do to empower self-funded businesses, business owners to grow their businesses, now that attracts a following of people interested in investing and building self-sustained businesses. That's not the crypto crowd, but it's also not completely separate. These two parts of the community intersect a little bit, but often talk about very different things. And you'll likely belong to one of them more than to the other. And I think that's fine. And it'll allow you to find the prospective future audience that works right for you. So be selective and find the right connectors and influences for you. And you will find your potential followers. So... Where exactly do you find those elusive community core group members to start with? I've been connecting with lots of people, and I'm going to share my strategies on where to find them reliably, intentionally, and strategically. And for me, the best thing you can do, the best thing that I have found worked best for me is to start with podcasts. Find podcast hosts, number one. Few people have connected with more high-profile community core group members than those who host a weekly podcast. Every week, they meet someone new and exciting, and over time, they connect with anyone who makes an impact on their space. Right? Look at Rob Walling, mentioning him again. The Startups for the Rest of Us, this show has over 500 episodes weekly, 500 weekly episodes. That's 10 years of having somebody interesting on the show or talking about something that's going on in the space with um, the people that he has on the show. That is mind-blowing. That's 10 years of content, 10 years of connections. Like, it's, it's just, this is an extremely well-connected person. So how do you find people like Rob? You go to the landing pages for every major podcast in your space. You figure out, you go, you go on podcast apps, you figure out who, who are, which are the most popular podcasts in entrepreneurship, if you're an entrepreneur, or in, in, I don't know, like certain hobbies, if you, if you have a certain hobby, you just go into the space, find the podcast, list them by popularity, figure out where the landing pages are, and then you go to those landing pages and you understand if the podcast, or even better, the host is on Twitter. Immediate follow. And then do the, the recursion, right? Figure out who they interact with and so on. I just assume that whenever you follow an influencer at this point, you also do the recursive exploration. So number, that was number one, find podcast hosts. Number two, sticking with the theme, find podcast guests. Because while the hosts are incredibly well-connected, therefore very influential, they try and find even more influential people to appear on their shows to make it interesting for their listeners. So go through the backlog of the most recent few episodes of popular shows in your industry and look at the show notes for each of them. 
The guests will likely have mentioned a Twitter account for you to follow them on. And if you find the time, listen to a few episodes, scan them for other influential people that are being mentioned. Because many of the most renowned core group members don't appear on podcasts much because they have other things to do. But they're mentioned over and over again. So podcasts are an amazing source of people to follow. First off, hosts are super connected, follow them. Guests are super interesting, follow them. And listen to the shows to figure out who they are interested in, who they are admiring, follow those people. Super easy way of finding influential, up-to-date, current members of a community that you should be following is through going through podcasts. And since we are talking about the podcast as an, as an audio medium, let's look into other media. Let's go to the next point, which is find recommended books and their authors. Because everybody wants to write a book at some point in their life. And once a person acquires a certain reputation in a community, they often turn this wish of wanting to write a book into reality. Take a look at recommendation lists on blogs and on Twitter itself to find the most commonly referred and read books in your space and just learn more about the author. Follow them to gain access to their readership audience, which most of the time is then also interested in other books. They will talk about those books a lot and then you'll find other authors to then follow and find their readerships, you know, recursion again at this point. And we talked about audio, we talked about the written word, well, let's look at the video too. Find popular courses or YouTube channels and their creators. Some people read, others take courses. Course creators are just as important as authors for our audience building efforts. They are respected and knowledgeable teachers that almost always have a public following to interact with because they also need to sell their work, right? And, and you need an audience to do that nowadays that every personal brand is required for, or a personal brand is required for people to do something meaningful in the info product space. So look for course creators, look for authors, podcast hosts, YouTube channel owners, TikTok channel um, owners, whatever it is, find people creating meaningful content, follow them and follow the people that interact with them and share their and other people's content as well. Now, something um, a little bit different, it's still in the, in the video space, but yeah, it just, find conference speakers because whoever gets to speak at a conference has something meaningful to say. Event organizers of conferences want their expert audiences to learn only from the industry's finest. So there's a selection process there. Check out which conferences are popular in your field, go through their websites and the conference websites of years past, by the way, it's also important to, to not just look at this year's version, particularly now during the pandemic, it's kind of weird. But if you look at the last five or six, seven, maybe 10 years of the conference, you'll find a lot of interesting names. And make this, they turn this into a list, make a list of attending speakers. And the good thing is that most conferences offer recordings of their talks or of the talks of the people that were invited as speakers on platforms like video, Vimeo or, or YouTube. And in addition to being exciting content to curate for your audience, you will also find that those speakers that spoke at that particular conference also speak on other occasions, which in recursive tradition is an opportunity to find more interesting conferences and maybe even podcasts or shows or radio interviews or whatever to investigate. Always consider that wherever you find one person doing one thing, they'll have done it in other places as well. And those are places for you to investigate. Next is find popular newsletters and their authors. 
it's kind of like the book situation. It's about writers, but about writers who are actually actively engaging an audience every single week or on a, on a certain cadence, right? With email being the technology that is currently most resilient to deplatforming, many audience builders have started to build a list. It's the same for me. Like if Twitter ever decided to close my Twitter account for some reason, the way I reach my followers will be through email because I have an email list of a couple thousand people who follow my weekly newsletter. And I guess I'm going to use this opportunity to ask you to maybe just go to thebootstrapfounder.com, click on newsletter and subscribe to the newsletter if you want to make sure that you'll always be in touch with me because who knows which platform decides to do what with my account, right? So that's why I'm building an email list to have control over how I can reach my audience in the future. Same goes for the podcast, right? I, I encourage people to always de-risk their platform dependency by being on multiple platforms at the same time. And since so many people have started to build a list, that means they also market their newsletters everywhere because they want to increase their list and encourage their readers to do this for them. So find the most recommended newsletters in the community, learn more about the authors and subscribe to them. Subscribing to a newsletter is amazing because they'll serve you with up-to-date insights and potential new followers every single week. It's like super reliable um, stream of information for you to consume on a weekly basis to build further build your audience. I do this too. I scan through all the newsletters that I receive every week to see if there are interesting people in there mentioned that I am not following yet. And then I click on their names. Maybe they have a Twitter link. I follow them on Twitter. I engage with them. They follow me back. And now I have a relationship with them. Super easy on that medium, particularly with the links that are in newsletters anyway. So that's really useful. And then the last thing I want to mention is now not people-centric anymore, at least not initially. It's to find popular products in your space. No matter if it's a software as a service business or a news outlet, take note of the business players in your field. Discover who's behind those enterprises and then follow them on Twitter. Many of those founders build in public which will give you an exclusive insight into the industry from an insider's perspective. So that's super interesting. And if the business itself is on Twitter, check out who's following it. That's a little trick that I found too, right? If somebody is building a SaaS business and that has a couple hundred followers, well, these people are themselves very committed professionals because they follow a business. They're interested in that. And they themselves are probably worth a follow. And a quick note about this process if you document everything you find, every influencer, every podcast, every conference, you will have an amazingly insightful piece of content to share with the very community that can use it the most. You'll just have created a map of a community that it could be extremely useful to people who want to navigate the community. Newbies, professionals, people who want to sell to that community. If you write, if you turn this into an article, that will make an ex excellent cornerstone, a cornerstone piece for your flourishing content library, a blog or whatever you're building. Like if you share with people how, the, the bird's eye perspective on their whole community, it will increase the chance that you find an amazing opportunity to take this and turn it into something monetizable. I, I, I guarantee it. Like if you take all your learnings, all your research on a community, somebody will be interested in this. So, now that you're following all those people, what do you do? That may be the next question because right until now, we've only been following people and exploring their followers and following them. Well, now you listen. 
Now you watch them interact with their followers and you cherry pick the most interesting prospects and you follow them as well. Whenever you see an interesting conversation, you observe the most passionate participants. And um, of course you engage, right? Engagement is one of the pillars of building an audience. Once you find an interesting conversation where people might be interested in what you have to say and then follow you for that reason, you start engaging by giving them opinions or links to something that would bring some value to the conversation. Just adding meaningful contributions to the conversations. That's what you do at this point. But if you've now followed 500, 600, maybe thousands of people, that can be slightly overwhelming. And um, it can also be quite hard to, to follow, to find and follow people individually in the numbers of hundreds and thousands. And there's a way of following large amounts of interesting people on Twitter with one click. That's Twitter lists. And every Twitter user can have their own lists and they can be on any number of other users' lists at the same time. And whenever you find an interesting account, and this is kind of a shortcut, you don't have to go through their followers really, if you don't have that much time, you can do two things. You check their public lists. Many high-impact Twitter users will have accumulated fascinating accounts and grouped them into specific lists over the years. And I have, I think, 20 or 30 lists in my, on my own Twitter account that I follow, or maybe even more. Because when you follow a list, it is as if you'd follow every single person on that list simultaneously. And this will immediately speed up your exposure to new and interesting accounts, topics, and conversations. So when you're following someone interesting, look at their lists and follow some of them. That will immediately just explode the amount of people that you get to read from. And then another trick, check the lists that they are listed on. This is one of the most underrated features of Twitter. Because think about it, you find someone amazing and highly respected. And finding dozens, if not hundreds of equally awesome people is just a few clicks away. Because the lists that an influencer is on will likely contain more influencers of the same caliber. And I think I am on many, many lists and I try to follow them all because the other people on those lists are so exciting. And th scrolling through all those lists boggles my mind and it fills me with extreme gratitude. So I often also follow the person making the list that I am on. And it allows me to find thousands of new accounts to follow and it's wonderful. Using Twitter lists for your audience building efforts is the ultimate win-win strategy. And I recommend you build your own lists as well. You never know who might stop by your profile looking for a good Twitter list. But you don't have to do everything on Twitter, on the platform. There are a few software tools out there that will assist you in learning more about your prospective audience. There's three of them I want to mention. The first one is SparkToro. It uh, allows you to search for names and topics to find the right community members to follow. It's quite insightful. Get the audience is the next one. It's a conversion, a conversation-centric um, audience examination tool that highlights what's going on, what's the topic, what are the people discussing it. It's really nice. Uh, built by an indie hacker, obviously. And then there's audience with an S. Uh, it's a Twitter-compatible audience analysis tool that shows you how to optimize your relationships, and I use all three of them. It's really cool for my audience-building efforts. Super easy, good to have tooling. And I recommend checking out these tools after you've done some manual research because nothing beats doing the work yourself. Finally, we're getting to the end here, let's talk, talk about how you can focus on a few while following many. I'm following over 10,000 Twitter accounts at this moment, and I still manage to engage with my audience effectively. And this is mainly because I use private Twitter lists to keep up with conversations and have Twitter notifications turned on for a select group of exciting and influential accounts. And that way, 
I always have a quick way to access the most compelling content while still having my main activity feed be a never-ending source of inspiration from all kinds of people. And I want to leave you with a warning here. Don't turn into a follower-gathering robot, because this is not a chore. It's an active discovery process. You're a human being seeking connection with other human beings. So don't let the degree of separation that Twitter is, right? It's an abstraction, distract you from this fact. We are all looking for honest and genuine relationships. Don't treat people like mere statistics. You don't get 1,000 followers. You attract one unique human follower 1,000 times in a row. So try to learn as much as you can before you follow a person or a group of people. And don't be afraid to unfollow them if it turn out that, turns out that they are someone you don't want to connect to. It's fine. This is not a performance. It's the beginning of building long-term relationships with curious and interesting people that you care about. And if you want to attract them, be a curious and interesting person yourself. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Boots of Founder podcast. You can find me on Twitter at avidkahl, A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L. And you can check out the blog at thebootstrapfounder.com. You can find me and my book, Zero to Sold at zerotosold.com and The Embedded Entrepreneur at embeddedentrepreneur.com. If you have questions about this episode, reach out on Twitter or send an email to arvid at thebootstrapfounder.com. If you want to support me or The Bootstrap Founder Podcast, please leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.